Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on is the week 14? Yes. 14 preview. That's sad. Wow. It's really coming to an end here. Week 14 preview. Uh, make or break. Winner go home. Litmus test. You name it. That's what this week's all about. Justin. Jake Fromm. Mike Lennon. Are you ready? Nope. Burke, let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. Go check them out at facevalueclothing.com. Get yourself something for the wintertime, a nice sweatshirt, nice pair of sweatpants. Mm -hmm. Get your uh, loved one, your friends, family members, whatever, some good gear. Uh, check them out. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Zach said it. It is week 14. Uh, it is a big week for these wild card pictures, for some divisional games. We're getting close to an end of the season, sadly. Yeah. It's December football at its finest. Every game, every possession, every inch matters. Zach, how are you feeling? Feel good. Um, it's an off week. So it's really weird to have an off week this late in the yeah, season. Yeah, it's. Is this the last week of buys? Yes. Um, and usually there's like some stat we did way earlier in the year. Teams that have a buy this late in the year have won the Super Bowl or gone to the Super Bowl like over 50% of the time. Um, yeah. No, so it's it was, helpful to have a buy this late. Definitely buy. But the fun thing is, since we won't talk about this week, the New England Colts Twitter rivalry has really started to pick up. Mm-hmm. Both sides feel it that this rivalry is coming back after two decades. Um, and next Saturday night in Indianapolis is going to be absolutely out of control. Everyone's already going to be downtown because of Crossroads. We're obviously going to get into more next week. But uh, I think Indianapolis is going to be as busy and as crazy as it's ever been next Saturday. Yeah, I was invited to go to the game um, by a friend. And I sadly had to say no. And that's one of those things where, like, that just sucks. Like, I don't yeah. have a dog in the fight, really. But that's just a game you want to be at. So it sucks that I couldn't go. But, yeah, the... Bye weeks. I don't know if they usually go this late in the year. It definitely feels weird, but probably just because they added week, right? Yeah, so it's probably usually like week thirteen is the last one. But you want to talk about like adjustments? The first bye weeks are week four. Yeah, I mean I, now. I, no, I'm talking next week. Now it's back to like oh, now there's sixteen games on. Mm-hmm. We, you know, that's an adjustment that we haven't had to worry about since week one, where it was like there was way too much football going on. It seemed like yeah. But here's the game that we're going to play. How many 4 o'clock kickoffs are there next Sunday? Next Sunday? Yeah, with all the games back. How many 4 o'clock kickoffs? Five? Four? Five? Five, please? It's four. Four? How? I guess there is two Saturday games. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. That's actually great. I guess there's, yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. Next week's an awesome slate. Saturday games 
every. I mean, awesome Thursday night game. Wow, there's Saturday games the next two weeks after after this week. There's Saturday games yeah, the next play, two weeks. Yeah, we play. We play on then, Saturday. The oh next. my god! Then it's all Sunday. We have two Saturdays Monday. in a row. The Colts. Dang. The, the, the slate next week is awesome. The Thursday night game, both Saturday games are fun. Yeah. Um, you know the Sunday slates, okay, but that's okay. Uh, but let's go this week. Yeah, this let's is go the this one week. That matters. We'll talk about Bills Patriots when we get into the Bills Bucks matchup. I think. I mean, we can yeah, talk about it a little bit. I mean, I don't unless you. Have I don't think there's anything to say. So yeah, let's talk. Well, about obviously it. there is something to say. But. Yeah, now let's just talk about it. Yeah. Um, Patriots kicked their ass. Yeah. And that's one of those where if you look at the score, you're like, oh, it was a one possession game. It was never a one possession game. The Bills, the only reason that why they scored a touchdown all game was because um, there was a muff punt that was maybe the as close to not muffing a punt as you can get when muffing a punt going off of the face mask of Nikhil Harry. And that's the only reason why they scored because every other trick down the red zone, they weren't able to make it happen. Ugh. Why? Because it was it's just hard to throw the ball in that situation. And the Patriots defense was all over Josh Allen. Yeah. And on the other side of the ball, the Patriots had their will. Um, I personally, um, Pryor and uh, what's-his-face, um, after the game, their press conference, when they got like... Mika Hyde. Mika Hyde. When they got all like butthurt about getting asked if it was embarrassing. I thought that that was a joke because they did get embarrassed. And if you look at the stats, yeah, okay. That or first of all, they only threw the ball four, or three times. Three times. Nice so you guys. knew you knew that they were going to run the ball. And they still were getting their they were still averaging like three and a half yards per carry. And that's when you take out, I'm pretty sure, the 64-yard run. And you can say, oh well they only had 200 and some, 200 and some odd yards rushing. Um and a lot of that was from the 64-yard run. Hey guys, you had nine or ten guys in the box on a run play when you knew it was going to be a run play, and the running back went untouched to score a touchdown. That's embarrassing. Yeah, everything about that loss is embarrassing. If you're a Bills fan. Um, you guys aren't built for Buffalo. That's the thing that's sad about it. You <laughs> yeah. guys are. It's supposed to be cold weather, physical um, football, and that's something that they can't do. And it's one of those most demoralizing. It was one of the most demoralizing losses I've seen for an NFL team season in a long time. Because this was a team that had the highest of highs expectations. I wanted to play a game, which we can play at the end, where yeah. at the beginning of the season... I like the games. Um, at the beginning of the season, who what, what was like expectations of like Super Bowl or it's a disappointment? And the Bills might have been one of those teams where it was Super Bowl or a disappointment. I had, I had Bucks Bills. And so now... I think you had Chiefs Bucks. Yeah. Or no, you had Chiefs Rams. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, and so now, though, you're in a situation with the Buck, I mean, the Bills, where um, you're losing against you. You just choked away like the AFC East, pretty much. Where For it sure, was in your For grabs, sure. and like now, all of a sudden, it's not yours. You have a very hard schedule at the end. You're seven and five. Um, your offense isn't performing what it was supposed to be, and your defense is good on the pass game, but they lost their top corner, and they can get ran all over. Zach Dinner's ready. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about Zach's done. But it's it's just one of those things where you – it's um, – McDermott was getting – was kind of throwing Dable under the bus during the press conference after talking about the offensive play calling and the offensive scheme. And it just seems like there's some tension in the locker room. The defense, they were like, we did our job. Um, you know, we only let up 14 points. You didn't do your job. But to say that you did your job is the thing where I think there's just a lot of – People are knocking heads. People are blaming point fingers yep. of like, this is the reason why we're 7-5. and five, And it's falling apart quickly. 
and it's not going to get any easier. They have to go Bucks and then Patriots again. Yeah, they go Patriots, Brady, Patriots. Basically, they have the Panthers, or I think the Panthers in between. But yeah, yeah, you said most of it. And look, someone had a really good tweet. They're like, whatever you do at this before this game, don't wake up on Tuesday and come away with any takeaways. And I agreed with that all the way leading up to the game because I mean, you saw the videos; they were disastrous. But there's two, there is two major takeaways. One of being on Buffalo. And you said it. Buffalo is not built for their hometown. The Titans, Derrick Henry ran for, ran for 150 yards. They beat him. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor ran for a billion yards and a billion touchdowns. Beat him. And New England threw the ball three times and beat him. Those are potentially, for sure, two playoff teams. Maybe one, three. Maybe three. Um, and the Ravens are going to run the ball with Lamar all yeah. day. So, And Nick Wright and Colin Coward brought up a really good thing today because they said, you know, the Bills did what they wanted to do this summer. They designed a team and a roster and a philosophy to go beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And they did it. Yep. Like, And they have the roster to beat them because they're both air raid offenses that don't really care about running. Um, and the Bills have a better defense than the Chiefs and a better roster, I would say, mm-hmm. um, to some degree. Maybe not star power-wise, but 1-53, to 53, you'd probably go Bills. <laughs> but they forgot about New England and their own division. Yeah. And you can't get to the Chiefs if you don't win your own division. Because nope. you can't go on the road when you know one and two are probably going to be Kansas City and New England and go to Foxborough and win and go to Arrowhead and win. Happen. It just doesn't happen. No. It does not happen. We, you know, no one wins in Foxborough. And Kansas City has already become an absolute problem at home in the playoffs uh, with Mahomes. So big takeaway from the Bills is they're, they're in trouble. Uh, and they, need to, they have to win this week. Have to. I do think they could beat New England later on. And the only reason I say this is because of this. Look. New England did not have to did not have to throw it. I get it. I don't blame them for not throwing it. I think it was a little telling. I think it was a little telling that I don't think they're ready to throw Mac Jones in that kind of situation to throw the ball. I get the wind was terrible I, and the weather was I terrible. Don't, I don't All I'm saying is the only thing that. I want to say is this, Justin. I don't want to make a takeoff it yet. I just want to say in two weeks when they go to Foxborough and they play in the freezing snow and the weather and the bad conditions that Mac Jones is going to have to play in the playoffs for the next 10 years mm. – I just want to see what he looks like. Because I'm sure next week in Indy, he's going to throw the ball fine in the dome and be fine. And I know the weather was bad and they didn't have to throw it. I get it. And so the only thing, I don't want to make even an argument off of it. I just want to say, let's table this and let's see how he looks in Foxborough in late December. Because I don't think they totally trusted his arm. Um, first of all, I was like, to kind of then I'm going to start my counter with half another knock on why you got embarrassed as the Bills that I forgot to mention. And also why I was impressed by the Patriots. And I don't think that... They had to uh, throw the ball. They ran the same run play four times. Oh, I, in a I row. get it. I know. That you know, there was. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, why throw the ball? Yeah, you know, you're right. Because we're every time we give Buffalo the ball, then like scary things can happen. If I'm if I'm Bill Belichick, if this would look, if they needed to throw the ball, they would have, and I, I fully believe that they wouldn't. It wouldn't have been a hey, we need to go get a score right now. Let's just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. That wouldn't have happened. Um, but when you're up, and especially when half the game, when you're trying, every time you get the ball, your goal is to kill the clock. Because when you're, when the wind is at, I mean, when you were going into the wind, you didn't want Buffalo to have the ball going with it, where they can kick a field goal, yeah. they can throw the ball. So when those things are happening, you're running the ball, you're letting the play clock go all the way down because you're trying to give Buffalo the least amount of time possible with the right direction of the field. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where. Yeah, Mac threw the ball three times. It's because he didn't have to throw it anymore. This game wasn't going to be won or lost on Mac's arm. And this game really shouldn't have been, for Buffalo, it shouldn't have to have gone to Josh Allen's arm. I know Josh Allen is a guy, and like you said, they're Bill Air Raid, but 
you know, this isn't a situation where Josh Allen's arm should... They should have ran him 30 times. Yeah, they, it, they should have done something other than what they tried to do throwing the ball because it wasn't going to work um, against, especially this Patriots defense. And so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But Mac Jones has improved every single week. And why, you know, if it's... I don't even think it should be trusting Mac Jones' arm, but let's say uh, Mac Jones struggles in the wind. Let's just say he did. What what good could come from it where it's you put him in a situation where if he plays great, then yeah, he plays great. We figured something out. But if he plays poorly, we just took out some confidence points of our rookie quarterback. And there was no reason to put him in that situation. I so I don't think there's anything to be I'm, like. I said table it. Yeah, I, I think tabling it is fine. But for anybody to be like, yeah, this isn't impressive or this shows that they don't trust him. That's I don't I don't agree with that in one bit. We'll see. So. I think once again, though, New England has won a game where it just they perfect situation for them. It's like seven weeks in a row. Yeah, I still don't even know if they're that good of a team. They're good. I don't know how good they are. I think we're going to find out in a week against us. And that's not saying that we're great, but it's a situation where there's no bullshit advantages. Knock on wood. Hopefully we don't have any COVID issues. But they've had the perfect situation to line up for their schedule so far. Since yeah. they started, let's not forget, two and four. I so. think there's a couple points for that where it's um, – a, they've still won because teams get the advantages. Like the Giants, remember when the Giants had the advantage on the Cardinals last year? Okay, but the Giants aren't the Patriots. No, but I, I'm just saying like, well, they, the Giants were two and four at one time last year kind of thing. Like like for NFL teams to take advantage and win those in those situations, that's impressive. Um, B, that just shows the growth of Mac Jones. And C, that just shows how great of a coach Bill Belichick is. Like, I don't think that this is something where you can be like, well, look at all these things. Like if they lose to you guys, I think that's more of a test. People should say like, "All right, look at look at the turn the Colts have made." Nobody should be like, "Oh, well, the Patriots, I guess, weren't all they thought they we thought they were." Like the Patriots have been on this hot streak, winning in every single way possible, and they're playing. It's literally 2001. Like people have said, they're, we've we've talked about it before ourselves, where they're playing with a run first defensive style of football that counters what the uh, you know what the Chiefs are doing or what and what everyone thought like this is how you have like the Bills the Bills are like this is how we have to win a Super Bowl we have to be able to beat the Chiefs now people are realizing especially in the AFC um, hey that might not be the strategy for you to win the AFC that might not and we'll see what happens in the playoffs but it's the same thing with it's the same thing with the NBA where the NBA everyone was like all right how do we beat the Warriors we have to get three point uh, three point shooting and we have to be in like or it's three point shooting or layups right and then you have the Bucks go, and you watch that Bucks Suns finals last year or this past summer, and it was two point shots galore, especially in the fourth quarter. And it's like, well, I thought that we were supposed to be a three point league, and all of a sudden now the two teams in the playoffs weren't shooting as many threes, or in the finals weren't shooting as many threes. So it's just interesting to see how the league thought it was going one way, and it kind of pivoted another way with the Patriots and other teams. Okay, silver platter. Um, that's enough on that game. Let's get to this week. Steelers, Vikings, Thursday night. Um, I don't know. These are two of the most unpredictable teams of the season. I have no idea what's going to happen. Nothing, absolutely nothing would surprise me. Pittsburgh could win by 30. They could lose by 30. Either team could I'm guessing it's a field goal game. The spread's field goal. I'm guessing someone does win by a field goal. Couldn't tell you the team. I want to lean Pittsburgh because you get that vibe, but then once we do that, they lose. No, I'm going to go Pittsburgh for, I, we have to remember, Big Ben's in the dome. I, that is important. He looks like a different guy in the, yeah. in the dome. No, Big Ben's in the dome. No feeling, no cook, most likely. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, no feeling, no cook. The cook thing is what hurts him the most. Um, you like to think they're going to key on Justin Jefferson? I don't know. It's going to be a weird, weird game. Weird game. Yeah, and uh, TJ Watt. Both teams have to win. Not having to go up against like a mobile quarterback where it's like if he gets to the pocket, like you know, yeah. it's going to be a sack. 
Yeah. So I, my, I think that the Steelers' defense is going to be able to uh, get to Kirk, and I think that Big Ben's just a different quarterback in the dome. I agree. Um, just want to throw this out there. Shout out Will Stotts, a couple others. Um, got some texts. Got a lot of followers on the Steelers winning division. Got some bets really? put in. <laughs> People are taking the bet. Uh, to my Steelers futures, guys, um, we don't need to win this one. But if we do, we are in really good shape if we yeah. win this one. Because this was one of the ones we had an X on. Yeah. Because we, you know, we said they can have two losses. If they win this, though, we are looking really good. Um, yeah, I, I, Big Ben in the Dome. We'll just see. Because every time you, you believe in the Steelers, they they suck. And then once you're like, okay, enough, they win. So And the same exact thing for the Vikings. So we'll see. I, I I truly don't have a take on this. If this game was in Pittsburgh, I'd lead Vikings. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it does, it, these two teams don't make sense. So this is a wait and see and then talk about it later. Yeah. Um, huge game Sunday. Ravens-Browns. Ravens trying to stay afloat, really. Um, the Browns, I mean, I think the Browns are playing with house money. They, uh, Baker's gotten enough crap. The team's gotten enough crap. I don't think there's any pressure on Cleveland at this point. They're pretty much one loss away from being eliminated. So I, I think they come out firing off the bye. And Baker still is not good, so it's not like they're going to go score 40. Um, but I think they beat the Ravens. I think they're getting Baltimore at the best time. The Ravens are absolutely beat up. You know, Baker's not good, but he, can he throw one play-action shot to score? Absolutely. And I think without Marlon Humphrey, the Browns are going to try to do that exactly and run Chubb all day long. Um, and I just, until that flip switch, I'm sorry, really flips for Lamar, I just have no reason to believe that they can go win this game. So I'm going to go Browns. Uh, I first of all disagree. I think all the pressure is on the Browns because of all the really? pressure coming into this season. Yeah. If they don't make I the think playoffs, people have written them off. If they don't, no, but that's not the, there's a difference between the national media being like, all right, they're not making the playoffs, but the Cleveland media being like, we were, su- we were supposed to be in the AFC champ. Like we were supposed to be. I know, be but I think that's already been over once the they lost last week. But it, it doesn't, it's still one of those things where it's like, if there's still a shot for them to do it, the disappointment, there's disappointment on Cleveland Browns already. And they're, you know, that's, it's yeah. one thing, if, if the Colts were, uh, you know, four and seven right now or whatever, four and eight, you'd, you'd be, you'd be out of the playoffs, but you, the amount of disappointment and, you know, anger towards the organization would be like, I, you wouldn't even have words for it right now. The Cleveland Browns are six and six and the amount of anger, especially towards Baker. Um, and I think in Cleveland is huge. And then also, but they still have the ability to make something happen where they can go 10 and seven and win the division and make the playoffs. And then it's like, all right, they figured it out at the end of the year. So there's still a lot of pressure in them in that sense. But I do like, like what you said, I mean, this is a perfect time to play uh, Lamar. Like Lamar struggled. You have Miles Garrett, who's one of the best defensive players in the league. Uh, You have a secondary that has been, um, I feel like doing well and you just can't get run all over. But on, I don't, I don't know if that's necessary. Like you said, that shouldn't be as much the talking point. The other side is Baker Mayfield has to win this game. You have a secondary that they, John Harbaugh literally said, "I went for two because I don't have any corners left." Yeah, like I, I, I can't name you who's playing at corner for Baltimore. No. So, you know, Chubb. Yeah, they're going to try to hand the ball off to Chubb. But if if Baker Mayfield can't make the throws, then the Ravens, I mean, then the Ravens are going to win this game. It's simple as that. You have to take advantage to, of a weakened secondary with your quarterback. And if Baker Mayfield can't do that, then the Ravens. Uh, will win if he can, then the Browns will win. But I'm going to say the Browns are going to win this game. I think he can do it enough. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Baker's going to have 20 attempts. I think you know not to copy the New England method, but I think they'll run it three straight plays, and if they punt, they punt. I, I think it's not like their defense is that good, but the Ravens' offense is so broken right now. I think the Browns are fine playing this and do a 10 to three game if they have to. So. See, I I just don't know. I think that that 
worsens your chances of winning because you have to. I mean, the Ravens right now want you to run the ball. I mean, that's what the Browns are. They run I know, but they have to be able to set up the play action. I could see that at the first half, but if they don't, be, if well, that not doesn't mean to, he has twenty attempts still, more than twenty attempts. I mean, I think he can throw it seventeen times. I don't think he has to throw it twenty-five times Sunday. It just depends on what the twenty-five times looks like, but I, I think that if they're if they're not able to uh, bring in seven guys into the box and then take advantage of the of you know a weakened secondary that's trying to play man coverage on people, then they're not going to be able to win this game. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it'll be an interesting matchup. You have the Browns, though. Yeah. Okay. I have the Browns as well. But I think Baker is going to be a playing an important part, and you you don't. Um, no, I don't. I don't think they're going to allow him to. We'll see. And then if they don't, I think that that kind of shows if they if they don't allow Baker to play an important part, I think that shows a lot of what they're going to be doing in the offseason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it'll be interesting. Um, next one, another division matchup. Jaguars, Titans, Jaguars. Um, I saw they've they've scored one touchdown, one passing touchdown, or one touchdown Trevor maybe Lawrence since has, Halloween. Trevor Lawrence, I think it's Trevor Lawrence. I feel so bad for him because he's not this bad, but maybe I don't know. Maybe he is. Jaguars, and Titans, Titans off a bye, need to win to kind of keep up in the playoff race. They're, I mean, the division's pretty much a lock, but to try to get uh, the two seed or even the one seed right now, they're a game back. Um, Jaguars trying to play spoiler at this point. I don't know. Do you think the Jaguars have any chance? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. I think that this is going to look a lot like um, kind of the way that the Jaguars have won other games where their defense is going to show up. Ryan Tannehill has struggled, and they're a completely different team without Derek Hill. I mean, Derek Hill. Derrick Henry. Um, and I think that's going to limit the Titans' offense. And if Trevor Lawrence and whatever scheme they decide to draw can put up 17 points. I think this gives them a good chance to win this one. But ultimately, we'll see what happens. But, I mean, I'm just going to go Jaguars for the hell of it. I just don't trust Tennessee at any point right now. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that we're, you could just see this being like a weird off the buy, Vrabel, you know, showing everyone how much people are like, you know, shitting on the Titans now. And they just come out firing and make – couple sacks, couple interceptions, you know, somehow trick plays for touchdowns. I think this game could get weird for the Titans. But like you said, if you go roster on roster right now, I mean, the Titans still know Derrick Henry, still know Julio Jones, still know A.J. Brown. The defense is, is missing a ton of guys as well. And Ryan Tannehill is awful. So if they don't kind of play with fire and do some tricks, uh, I don't know man on man if they're that much better than the Jags. I mean, they played in Jacksonville earlier in the year. Jacksonville had fourth and one on the one. They had a couple plays on the one down 10 points in the fourth quarter and they couldn't score. If they score that, it's a field goal game and that's when the Titans had everyone. So, Jags are playing with house money. So, I, I, I think the Titans win but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. It'll be interesting. Ryan Tannehill needs to do something. Yeah. He's got he's to figure it out this year or else yeah. they're not going to make the playoffs. Nope. Um, Raiders uh, at Chiefs. Big news out of the Raiders. The boy, Will Compton, uh, going for the playoff push. Honestly, I think that's important for the Raiders because Will Compton is a guy that brings a different type of energy and aura into a locker room. And after the loss the Raiders had Sunday, you could easily see that team being like, you know what, enough is enough this year. We've dealt with all of this. We beat the Cowboys and thought we kind of had a chance. Then you lose the Washington the way you did, and you're like, you know what, we're going to pack it in. Will Compton comes in the building, I'm guessing on purpose by uh, Mayock, brings in new life. Now, he's not the best linebacker. I'm not saying he's going to go stop Mahomes. I but he might be the best locker room guy in the NFL. It matters for a team that yeah. could could easily pack it in right now. So 
I think they come out firing. I think there's something about Kansas City that always gets the Raiders fired up. The Raiders play well in Kansas City. Um, we'll see if, if they line them up again. I mean, I like the Chiefs by a touchdown here. I just, you know, the way the Chiefs have been playing, the way the Raiders looked last week. I'll go Chiefs here, but I think the Raiders can come out firing. Um, you know, if they, they're still technically alive, and this is a must win for them. So we'll see, but I like the Chiefs. Yeah, I think that the Raiders' defense might be able to figure out something to hold them at least for three quarters, but I think the issue is not on that side of the ball. It's the offensive side of the ball. Um, without, I don't know if Darren Waller's playing this week, but without him, it's been a completely different team. Um, without the over-the-top threat, they've been a completely different team. And I think a big loss that people aren't talking enough about, I don't even know if I've really, I haven't really looked into Raiders Twitter or anything, but I think Kenny Drake being out is a big loss for them because Josh Jacobs, whenever I watch the Raiders play, like Josh Jacobs has one play and then he's out, you know? He just doesn't look that and explosive he, anymore. And Not that he ever was the burst guy. No, but, but it's one of those things where it's like, he's always like limping. He's always coming to the field. And I know he's yeah. had like an ankle problem this year. And I just, he's not somebody that you can rely on, I think for a full running back reps game. And Kenyon Drake's been a great two back for them. He's been, um, he's been a great in the receiving game. And I think losing him, I don't know who the guy's going to replace him is, but I think that that's a bigger loss that for their offense where it's like, now, okay, now we have another guy who we, who might not be the, the biggest production maker on our team, but I think he's an important piece yeah. um, that they're going to be losing. So I just don't think the Raiders offense right now, uh, what I've seen lately has, you know, the firepower to keep up with it, even a struggling Chiefs offense. If they, and I could see this one being like a 21-13 game where it's like, right, the defense did their job, but the offense just couldn't put drives together at the end of the game specifically. So I'm curious to see what happens, but... Yeah, the only team I, the I Chiefs. There's nothing to say that I should take the Raiders right now, which sucks. No, no. I mean, the only the only team the Chiefs have shown any fireworks against in the past two months is the, the Raiders. Raiders. So, but the Chiefs are winning games. Their defense has been playing great. They have. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll just see what the, kind of the mentality of the Raiders is. We'll see. You know, if they get down early, are they just going to kind of call it? Or are they going to fight? You know, we're we're going to find out someday. I think they're going to fight. So um, we both like the Chiefs there. Next one, uh, gross. Yeah, I don't, even want, I don't even want to talk about this game. Saints at Jets? I like the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets. Right? Yep. Why would we take the Saints here? No reason to. Next. Right? I have nothing. Yeah, no. I don't have anything to say. Uh, Who's playing quarterback? No, I, I want to say I'm actually wanting to look at this game just for the fact that I want to see if Zach Wilson takes another step that people I feel I agree. like he's been growing. This is a good defense. So yeah, that's tough. the thing. It's a good it's a good test. Who's playing quarterback for the Saints? Is it him? Uh, I mean, I haven't heard Did otherwise. Did he get hurt? Like a mile I mean, yeah, you heard it hit a mallet finger, but I don't know. I don't care. I don't care either. I, I just if he plays, I want him to do horribly. So yeah, I'm honestly by the line. I'm actually I don't know. I have no idea who's playing. I, I haven't seen anything that's not him. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, Jets next huge game. Cowboys. I hate what I'm gonna say. Cowboys at Washington. Washington has kind of all the mojo coming in. The Cowboys nice win against the Saints last week, but as we saw what the Bills did. When they beat the Saints and then play New England, you know, play, beating the Saints right now doesn't give you too much credit. Um, Cowboys still have kind of been in this funk, going to play a team that needs a win, has all the mojo. The way you just said that, Justin, do you think Washington continues this and wins this game at home against the Cowboys? I think that they win, but I just took at something weird because the Cowboys' last um, five games are against AFC West and NFC South opponents. Hmm. The two wins are against the NFC South. They have three straight losses all against the AFC West. That's just weird to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that Washington's going to – I think Washington is going to win this one. And, and I hate saying that because, like, I don't know why Taylor Heineke pisses me off so much, but he does. 
Like Washington's always been the team that like I could care about less in the NFC East. Like they've just never, I've never cared about them. But um, for some reason, they just pissed me off this year. I think it's just because of that that loss that we had to them um, earlier this year. And that was the first time I'd lost them in a while. So I don't know why. But uh, yeah, I think Washington is just their defense has been playing great. They've let up 15, 15, 21, 19. And for some reason, Taylor Heineke has been able to win these close games. And he's been able to put drives together at the end. We, everyone talks about it. It's going to be talked about this this week too because there's probably going to be a situation fourth quarter where the Redskins have the ball with the lead and you're like, well, is the Cowboys going to be able to get off the field? Um, on Dallas' side... I mean, no impressive wins in the last since October, no, right? No. I mean, yeah, they they destroyed the the Falcons, but it's the Falcons, yeah, no, right? They they right. struggled against uh, their defense struggled against Las Vegas, um, their offense struggled against Kansas City, and their both sides struggled against Denver. Yeah, and it's one of those things where this I could see this being a game where both sides struggle again. I don't know what's up with Dallas, but something's going on there. And Washington, it, you have to talk about it like. It has to be talked about when a team's this hot. Like it's just that affects the game. Yeah. Um, it's completely opposite of what some other teams in the NFL are experiencing right now. And I just like what they're going to be doing, rolling over at home, um, big division game. If they win this, they're one game back with the tiebreaker on Dallas, and the rest can be history. So. Yeah, we'll see. Dak is seven and one all time against the the Redskins, but he's technically never played Ron Rivera or the Washington Football Team. I mean, so, I, Daniel Jones was 6-0 and against him coming into this year. Yeah, so, you know, there is something about quarterbacks in, in your own division kind of having a team's number, but, you know, it can change, especially when a new quarterback, a new system comes in. I don't know. I feel like I feel like everyone's going to be on Washington here to cover this game and, and maybe win it. I, I think Dallas wins on a last-second field goal. I think the, the luck, the field goal, or end of game luck kind of ends for Washington. But I think it's going to go right down to the wire. I think it's going to be close, physical. Cowboys, like you said, have shown nothing to show that they're going to come out and be the explosive team they were the first eight weeks. They're going to grind it out. Um, and Washington's not an offense that's going to light you up. You know, they're, they're going to convert uh, plays when they need to. They're going to move the ball. They're going to take their time. But this is not an offense that's going to go out and put up 40 points, right? So, if, you know, if they want to get into a kind of a shootout idea, you know, with the Cowboys, that's not going to work. But that's not who they are. They're going to try to keep the ball away from Dak. Taylor Heineke converting plays uh, with his feet, with his arm, and, and finding guys. And, and this is a huge game. I think I remember last year watching Terry McLaurin smoke Trayvon Diggs. Uh, Terry McLaurin yards, I think, would be a good one this week because I think he is just a very smart receiver, and I don't think Trayvon Diggs is going to be able to stick uh, Terry McLaurin with the double moves and the routes he's able to run. So I think that's something to watch for in this game. Uh, I, I just think Dallas this is a big game for Dallas, I think, yeah. to, to kind of show up. No, Dallas has all the pressure. I mean, yeah. Washington's playing with the house money right now. Yeah. If Washington, they lose yeah, this game, okay, but I'm still, still, right they're still in they're still in playoff contention. But right. Dallas, if they lose this game, it's like what happened to us? We're not the same team that we were. I mean, hell, then they're only a game up. Yeah. Too. When we thought we've been saying for what, since week two, congrats to Dallas for yeah. winning the division. We gave we gave Dallas and Buffalo the uh division championships. We gave Buffalo? Yeah. That's tough. Not over. It's not it. over. Not so, not no, we can graduate to the two East Chain. We we're like, the East is done. <laughs> that's that's brutal. Um, but yeah, if they win this one, you know, it is. But we'll see. I think it's going to be a really fun game, though. Really physical game. I like the Cowboys barely. You have Washington? Yep. All right, there's our difference. Took us a while. Have we? Is it? Because we've not agreed on a lot, especially the beginning of that. I guess maybe Thursday. I didn't even know if I pick a team. I don't even know if I picked a team Thursday night. I said Steelers. I, I mean, I would take the Steelers. And then I guess we agreed on the Browns, but we yeah. had it. A different philosophy there. Yeah, and then the same way through. Oh, well. uh, next one. 
two, I mean, like three in a row here, I, I could care less about. Um, Falcons at Panthers. I mean, hell, both these teams have a chance at the playoffs still by their record. They're five and seven. I, I mean, Panthers, new offensive coordinator, off to buy, new life. They were all over Matt Ryan in Atlanta. They kind of manhandle him. I don't know. I think the Falcons go win this game by a field goal. It just feels like this is one of those games where they go win on a game winner. I think that people aren't talking enough about what's going on in the Panthers locker room. It just seems weird. Yeah, it just seems dead. I mean, they're trying so much. I don't, what's a new offensive coordinator going to do with a quarterback? That's I don't know why Joe Brady got fired. No. Matt, Matt Rule's freaking out. Jason Garrett got fired because he sucks, right? Right. Everybody and their mother can see that. Yeah. Joe Brady had Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, and Teddy Bridgewater as his three quarterbacks. Yep. Not one of those guys you say, that's a franchise quarterback right now. Right. So, um, I mean, he had, he had Sam Darnold I playing think, as good as he's ever played until Sam Darnold, until like they just, until, it, was, it was too much. Yeah. And then his talent was just couldn't be, you know. And he had people saying that, oh, it's Sam Darnold is a great quarterback and he was held back in yeah, New York. He had people said saying it. that. Everyone was saying I that. think that it's one of those things where like Joe Judge, like the writing's probably not on the wall because we're an idiot franchise, but like it should be, right? Mm-hmm. The, it, when coaches start firing coordinators midseason, First time. it's that's when you start asking questions of like, all right, like is he trying to get his, keep his job and blame it on other people? Yeah. And I think that that's just something weird, and I don't like I don't like picking a locker room like that. So no, it was random, and maybe we'll find out more. But it definitely didn't seem like there was like issues. It was just kind of random. I just don't like the vibes in Carolina right now. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take Atlanta by a field goal. Um, Seahawks Texans. We're not we're not talking about that. Texans. I mean, no Seahawks, but okay. <laughs> fair. I don't seven and a half. God, the Texans are just that bad, aren't they? I uh, Tyra Taylor out. I mean, do you guys. Uh, I he practiced with like a something on his left wrist. So I mean, why just play Davis Mills? Yeah, like I think they're gonna play Davis Mills. So definitely okay. Seattle. Um, next one, Lions Broncos. I mean. I, I like the Broncos here. I, I, I'm trying to decide if I think the Broncos are going to kill them or if it's going to be close. Because one side of me says the Lions like had their Super Bowl, Broncos got embarrassed. And the other side is like the Lions found something like where they can like go in and believe. Not found something like as if they're good, but just like believe they can actually go win a game now. So I'll take, I'll take the Broncos by a field goal. I think the Broncos win it close. Yeah. Um, I think the Broncos are going to win too just because they're the better team. But I don't even think it's more of like belief. I think it's pressure. Like the Lions don't have any pressure on them anymore. You know, where it's like, all right, like if they're people are, they were like, look, we have to win a game because we can't be going down as like a team that never won a game ever. Like you don't want to be right in that. You win one game, people are never going to remember that. Oh, you're a team that won one game. That's never going to be remembered. So I think that pressure is gone now. Um, And so I think that that helps them a lot. So I could see them winning this game just because of, you know, it's going to be more relaxed and they... They've been playing against teams like this really well. Right? Yeah, like they've grinded out teams that slow. are teams that are not good offenses. You know, Chicago two point game, uh, Cleveland three point game, Pittsburgh tie. You know, so those I I'm gonna you know what? screw it. I'm gonna take the Lions. Why not? It's just fun. Why not? Because I mean, it's just games like this where it's just teams that are kind of grinding out slow. They that's the ones that they've been competing to. Those are the yep. ones where it's a one possession game. Yep. Then they have an Arizona the next week. Hey gonna get your ass kicked brothers yeah but that's sure. all right because you're two sure. ten and one so that's, that is okay hold your head high still yeah i mean this is not like we're gonna watch this game no so i could care two craps about this yeah game. maybe we'll see it on red zone when someone's kicking the field goal to win it at the end yeah pretty much so i'll, I'll go denver by a field goal you got lions by a field goal yep fair 
Next one. Giants at Chargers. Giants right now. Mike Daniel Jones not going to play. Has not been cleared for contact. Doesn't look like there's any chance he's ready by Sunday. Mike Glennon, the team has said they're optimistic about him clearing concussion protocol. I think they're just kind of saying that so that the Chargers have something to think about. Um, I think it's going to be Jake Fromm. If it's not, Mike Glennon. Regardless, tough game with a backup to go to L.A. And also, real quick, before I mean, because Justin's going to talk about the actual game. You know, people shit on Daniel Jones, but look at the difference the way people have talked about this game and this matchup, about the spread, about everything when Mike Glennon or possibly another quarterback is going to be in. Okay? It just shows, even if you don't love your guy at times, be grateful for who your starters are sometimes because backups suck and they're frustrating and it's the worst. There's a reason why they're backups. Right. My thing is why, why even start Mike Glennon? Like, there's no reason to. Um, I saw a report from an executive apparently that will, a reporter had an article that had executives saying that um, Jake Fromm can hand the ball off and that's all about he, that's about all he can do. So that's not promising, but hey, we haven't seen him on the field before. Um, there's just no reason to start Mike Lennon in this game just because like I don't see a difference that Mike Lennon or Jake Fromm gives you. Mike Lennon stinks. But yeah, I mean, the thing to talk about this game, not really much. Yeah. Um, it sucks that uh, we're in this situation. Um, everyone's still hurt. So I don't even know what our injury report looks like. I just know everybody. I just get a tweet notification every day from like three different sources where it lists our entire offense is on the sidelines with trainers pretty much. But I think the defense with Keenan Allen potentially being out and Mike Williams being out, um, we have a secondary that's been playing well. I think that they're going to be able to limit the Chargers, which is good. But um, Austin Eckler receiving prop probably is something that people want to look at because he'll probably have a field day against us because yeah. our linebackers, you know, probably just aren't going to be able to cover him. But yeah, I don't know. We're going to get our asses kicked. Stinks. Sorry, Colts fans, because I know you guys want us to win this one. Yeah, but um, yeah, no chance they they find a way here. I mean, there's no. some COVID issues for the Chargers. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm trying to think. I had something I was going to say. Oh, my mom texted me today. Uh, sent me an article. Giants signed their third third quarterback to the roster. She goes, "How do we think about this one?" Open it up. Guess who got signed by the Giants? Who? Clayton Thorson. No way. Mom was like, "How do we feel about Clayton?" Wow. Hey, Lana, let me tell you something. Put him in. We love. He him. knows the system. Dude, remember how bad he looked in preseason? No, though? I don't remember that. And Brian Lewerke, yeah, those two guys, I hate them. But Clayton Thorson stinks. But hey, Zach and I saw him one time at St. Elmo's for the OG podcast listeners. So we're big Clayton. This is a Clayton Thorson podcast. So I love that text from my mom. Wow, good for her. That's big time. Well, I hope the best for you. I hope you guys find a way. Yeah, I really don't care. We're gonna get our asses kicked. It just sucks going into a game knowing that like if Jake Fromm or Mike Lennon starts, like we're literally it's literally over. Right, that's frustrating. Literally but over. You know what? It all it, all it takes is one play, and then you have life that you didn't think you had before. Why don't we just put Kadarius Tony out there and just have he, he was a high school that? quarterback uh, on the sideline with the trainers? Um, he was a high school quarterback. What does that even mean? I don't know. That's just been something that's been tweeted about about Giants players all year. <laughs> that's so weird. Um, but I don't know. Try something else out. Run the Wildcat. Remember Ronnie Brown. Sign Ronnie Brown for God's sake. That'd be fun. Ronnie Brown running the Wildcat. I mean, this OG is this is Wildcat. the. I mean, it's not like Rutgers, Ohio State, and levels of like competition. But this is like the get weird game. Like yeah. you're the Giants. Do everything. Stu- don't even play football. We tried uh, Wildcat kind of with Saquon and Devontae Booker. Do that all game. Just yeah. do it all game. Yeah. Like just get get weird. Sign Antoine Randall L. Sign Muhammad Sanu. Sign every single receiver in the NFL that's ever like been. People are like, dude, he can like low key throw. Sign them all. Put all. Put them all eleven on the field at the same time. Who's throwing the ball and who's receiving it? <laughs> tell, you tell me. Fumble Ruski's laterals all day. 
Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. It could be a bloodbath. There's, there's no denying that. Um, next one, huge, huge game, really weird game uh, this late in the year. 49ers going to Cincy. Both teams with really bad losses. Both teams absolutely needing a win. And once again, kind of like the Steelers-Vikings uh, vibes, Justin, both these teams, I have no idea. Like, I want to lean Bengals here. I think the Bengals are, are better and they can throw it. And it's really just like a quarterback thing for me. But I don't even know what Joe Burrow's status is. I mean, I'm sure he's playing. But it's easy to play when you kind of mess up your finger the day of the game, right? Because your adrenaline's going. You're yeah. not even thinking about it. But this week, because it's really probably swollen up and been a problem, I'm interested to see how he throws it. Um, and I could see, kind of like the Browns did when they went into Cincinnati, I could see the 49ers just running wild on him. And then Jimmy G just making one or two throws off play action that are enough to kind of to break the seal off. But Debo Samuel playing, I don't know what his status is. That's a huge deal. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to lean. I'm going to pick the 49ers. I'm going to pick the 49ers because I've really faded the Bengals all year. So there's no reason for me now to act like I'm going to think they're going to win a game. So I like the 49ers here. I think it's going to be really close. Yeah. Um, I was liking the 49ers too. They just kind of found their stride, but then they lost a weird one this past week. But I don't know. It's going to be a tie. It's going to be a tie. Maybe it's a tie? Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't. This can't be a tie. It's too late in the season. It means too much. I just don't. You got to pick a team. No. I'm, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I can't let you do it for this game. If I'm you did so it for, for Denver, Detroit, or Seattle, or any of those games that we didn't talk about, I can't let you do it here. This game means too much for both sides. Mm. I'm going to go. Here's a guy. <laughs> this is this is, this is is great stuff right here. I'm going to go Bengals. Okay. We are the, the Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals because I think that they could um, run the ball well against San Francisco and like kind of limit Joe Burrow if he is truly hurt. And I think that their team is better against run heavy versus pass heavy, I feel like. I don't know. I could be completely wrong about that. That's just something when I look at it and I see Eli Apple out there, I assume you're better against run heavy offenses. Yeah. That's fair. Um, that's that is my take on this game. That is a professional, a guy who that has is. a podcast. That, that is that's a guy. That's who, a guy who has a mic and people who don't. Right yeah. there, that's the difference. That's 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 what that take is. That's awesome. So I like it. Uh, also, I like that it's at four twenty five for the 49ers. I get to sleep in, get yeah. adjusted, get right. Maybe they flew to Ohio. I mean, the wow, Giants well, are in Arizona. People are talking about Giants don't have Giants don't have this play or this uh, coast difference. We've been in Arizona all week. That is, that's the Joe Judge difference right there. Uh, next one, huge game for both sides. Buccaneers. Bills at Bucks. Bucks are rolling. They need to keep playing well because if they want to try to get the one seed, although I don't really think Tom cares as much as the Cardinals or Packers do. Um, but it's nice to have the one seed. It's nice to get that bye, really, is the biggest thing. That I think Tom really cares about it because he's like, I'm 41 years old. Yeah, I don't think a home field advantage, I mean, it means nothing for him. So here's my thing about this game. Everyone's saying about the Bills, they're soft, they can't stop the run, they're soft, they're soft, they're not built for this game. And obviously the Bills want to go out there and stop the run. I just don't think this is the week where they can think about it because they have to worry about Godwin and Gronk and Mike Evans. And this, if they want to really say, like, oh, we're stopping the run this week, Brady's going to torch him. So I think Leonard Fournette's going to run all over him this week. And then they're going to try to get right the next week for New England. I, I just – you can't be focused on God. It got, what is going on in here? I don't know. Freezing. Hopefully they can't hear that. I just don't – I think it would be absolutely ignorant to go into this game being like, oh, yeah, we're going to stop Leonard Fournette. Because if they do, I don't think the Bucks are going to care because Brady will throw all over him. So I think Fournette's gonna kill him. Yeah, I can't wait to ask Mika Hyde and Jordan uh, 
player um, if this game was embarrassing because yeah. it, there's just. I but mean, I mean, you were saying and you brought up a good point this week that they're going to be like they're going to be all in on the run because they've been embarrassed. Do you think that still holds though for this matchup? Do you think they are going to try to stop? Leonard and just care about that. Uh, what does that even mean? Like, even if they, times? even if they're like, I'm, we're just gonna try it. We're not gonna worry about that. A, it's gonna be in their head, and then B, they, I mean, they're just gonna get torched by this offense no matter what. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, like, the Bills just haven't been impressive. Really, we thought that when they came out of the sleepwalk, then they would be impressive. They haven't been impressive since they came out of the sleepwalk, and they also lost to the Jaguars during the sleepwalk. But yeah, I my best take was I think Coley Mick uh, the. Bar, like a barstool writer wrote like an article about like the press conference and somebody commented I wish I knew the Twitter name because it was one of the funniest things I read on Tuesday morning they were like uh, the Bills are going to really work on the run defense this game Brady um, play action touchdown a 7 nothing Buccaneers with 450 <laughs> yeah. like, that's just what I feel like can happen if I'm, I'm if I'm Tom Brady I'm 100% running a play action the first play because yeah. if it, it would just be funny to see if they went over the top and just torched them but yeah I don't see just the I, – I, we talked about earlier the kind of attitude in the locker room I feel like that there is in Buffalo. Um, I think that they're going to get rail stomped. And also the Buccaneers have just looked great since the um, loss against the whatever um, Washington football team. So. Yeah, and I mean they're, I think they're going to blitz the hell out of them because they're not scared about the Bills running the ball. So they're going to send the house to Josh no. Allen because their secondary isn't that great. So they're just going to blitz like crazy and try to make up for it with that. Um, so, yeah. I like the Bucks here too. I like the Bucks. B I G. B I G. Like some big. What about the Pack? Sunday night they didn't flex this game out because of, I don't even know why. So we have to it's watch the Bears Chicago Sunday night. I know. Jeez. Pack, Packers. Packers. I mean, this is a double-digit loss. I don't even care if the Packers don't play well. I don't even think we have to really go into it. I hope Justin Fields plays well for his sake. No, but. It's always fun to watch these games at night. I hope that there's another like David Montgomery run. We need the run. We need the run part two. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have anything on it. I don't either. Packers are gonna win. Who's okay? Next, who's the Monday night? Good game. Rams Cardinals. Wow! Wow! Rams, wow! Cardinals. No reason to pick the Rams right now for me. I like the Cardinals. Um, Cardinals killed them last time, so I'm sure. I mean, this is a huge game for the Rams to try to get right. Try to beat the Cardinals. I, I just don't think the Rams are still in a rhythm, and last week beating the Jags certainly doesn't do it for me. So this is a huge prove-it game for the Rams. Like, are they the team that they were the first eight weeks, or are they really just going to kind of fade away? Um, we'll find out. So I don't know. I use blowing a lead right now, so we're a little distracted. They stuffed. They're up like 18 and a half, and they got a foul. They don't know that. They do now. Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to go Cardinals because I have kind of like Bill's Bucks. There's The way the two teams have been going, the trajectory they're going on, there's no reason for me to take the other team right now. Yeah, kind of the same reason why I'm going to take the Cardinals. Um, and I don't know, Kyler's just kind of like, he just played great last week in like that weather too. And you're like, all right, now I'm going to go back to Arizona. I feel like he can just torch this. I don't know. I feel like he can torch this defense. Yeah, I mean, I think this is this is almost like I'm back for Kyler. Like, remember us? Yeah. um, Yeah, we'll see how Stafford and Odell look, but yeah, I agree. Uh, Big week though, a lot of big games, a lot of breakdowns in all those games, and it's gonna be exciting. Big week. Anything else, Justin? I wish you the best of luck Sunday. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Big game for Rutgers tomorrow. How about that? Looking at Rutgers versus Purdue. Yeah, we're playing the number one team in the country. Shout out um, Butler. Big, we're going to lose win. by 
45 maybe as you can see things are going very well in this house yeah no i have literally nothing to hope for in any certain sport in mind like name one sport that i have that's positive zach uh one of the soccer teams made a run yeah they made it to the final four and lost that's great how many teams can make the final four only four that's right in the whole country um so yeah Rutgers women's soccer is really what i got um Rutgers recruiting class football top 25 top 25 okay come on now top 25 come on now let me pull you back into life <laughs> Well, we wish all your teams the best of luck. If you're on a buy, stay chilling. Burke, take us out. Now, y'all look money hungry, and that's good. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil, doesn't fucking have it. They say money can't buy happiness. Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. Hi, everyone. I go by Burke. You don't really want to see how this works. I could pick and poke all these words. Fuck the yard. I'll stop the curve. They stay distracted. I'll stay focused. It'll take time till they start to notice. I'm soft-spoken, but I got a voice. I don't really want to sound too annoyed, but these new guys hopped on the scene with a mouthful of ice and a cup of lean. All pissed off and they act mean. Instead of rap, they just want to sing. Well, actually, something in between. It's mumbling, stumbling on a beam. The real talent's in the production team. In the back of the booth, they don't touch the green. Give me the cut. Give me the band. Now you know what's up and you understand That behind the microphone's actually a man That touches it up with a talented hand Executes everything that they had planned Make it sound old school, kick the can Anything else that you demand? Fuck it, let's run it all back again I don't know how much more I can take I think I'm starting to wear down Give me a while I could tear down Everyone look at me scared now I don't want any more activists Activists all have been acting fake Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break Let me talk shit, let me talk shit I sound so obnoxious Full steam ahead, can't stop this Coming from the view of docs, bitch I ain't been playing, I'm saying the truth The money gets moved like this in Duluth I sound like a shape that's recently bent But I'm bent out of shape for my fucking percent Used to count others, but now I count mine Mac told me find a feminine, that's divine My dad said, honey, don't worry about the money Only loving me for what's inside my mind Spit sick shit to the day I'm old Never catch me doing what I'm told Fuck bronze, silver, let's get gold Sign this line and sell my soul I don't wanna sell my soul Do what I'm told Well, boring and old Nah I just wanna live my life, make sure it's right and have a hell of a night, yeah. I don't know how much more I can take, I think I'm starting to wear down. Give me a while I could tear down, everyone look at me scared now. I don't want any more activists, activists all have been acting fake. Why does this feel like a Kit Kat? Somebody give me a fucking break.